Welcome back to another episode, installment of the ONJ podcast. I'm your co-host, Jeremiah. I'm your co-host, Orlando. Hope everyone's having a good day. Good night. First one, start off saying RP to the the late, great Bill Russell. 11-time finals winner or 11-time NBA champ. I don't know any other stats. I mean, I feel like that's all that matters. You know any other stats on the top of your head? Um, you know, when the Celtics brag about all those championships they have, they were all because of Bill Russell. Facts. That's facts. But, yeah, um, RP to him, you know, condolences. Hope his family's uh, comforted during this tough time and just sending nothing but positive energy that way. His, his legacy will live on not only within those Boston Celtics championships, but in every single upcoming NBA Finals. That's a fact. Also, giving the middle finger to Charles Barkley, like, that's a classic, classic clip. Or like saying, or saying like, or even just saying to Shaq, who was it? Shaq Kareem, Lonzo Morning. Uh, who else was on? Dikembe. Like, I'll kick your ass in front of like the league's best present and past players, like all in the crowd. Like, it's legendary. Go. Legend. Legend for show. Go. But what we got first? Um, how about we start off by talking about Mr. Zion? Yes, sir. New information has come out about his contract. And, you know, they actually did. The Pelicans were actually smart, put some clause in that contract. Um, two of the clause, I think there's two, there might be more, but two that I know of. One deals with his weight and one deals with injury. So what is the cause exactly, though? I, I I ain't really get that far, like into, into like, I just saw weight clause. So I'm like, hey, and like you was, and that's something you was talking about. I mean, that's something like you wanted when you like when they when we talked about his extension. You was like, I hope, <laughs> I hope they have like a weight clause. You got what you asked for. So I don't know. They didn't put too much information like the injury part of the clause. So I don't know if it's like. For example, you have to play a minimum of 60 games or blah, blah, blah. They haven't said that. Right. But for the weight class, they said if you add his weight plus his body fat percent, it cannot exceed 295. I wonder, like, what's the lowest? I mean, post high school, like, I wonder what his lowest body fat was. Like, what's the lowest he's ever been post high school, though? Because high school, he was kind of skinny. But, like, Post like, like while at Duke, or like his first two years in the league, like his first two years playing, like I wonder what, like what's the lowest he's been. It was it was probably that second season he had. Mm-hmm. That was the that man was going crazy that second season. I think he was averaging like what twenty seven somewhere around there, carrying those Pelicans. That was that was Played sixty games right? too. Yeah, he was healthy for the most part. I mean, yeah. So. Mm. I wonder what it was. I wonder what that number was. You think it was like 10? I mean, I don't know, though. We've never seen like a specimen like that, though. So you can never know. Honestly, but I 10, mean, would, 10 would technically make sense because I think back then he was 280. Probably, yeah. Near 280. So if you do 280 plus 10, 
that's like 290 so that's probably that's probably where they got the whole percent plus body fat where it was like if he was that good you know during that season with that amount of weight and body fat then that could be like his standard or something so ad at six 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 seven like no i don't even know like because you said 295 in total so i don't even know if that is that that doesn't even sound healthy to me but then again is zion though it's about about the body fat it's about the body right for example for example Someone, you, there's a difference between someone who's like 280 and they're mm-hmm. just pure fat, and then someone who's 280, but they, they're 280 because they have a lot of muscle, so muscle right. weighs more. So it's understandable. That's yeah. why they added the body fat. I think, I think that was smart that they added the specific body fat because it was just like mm-hmm. you could just be like 280, yeah. then he could mm-hmm. just be straight fat. Yeah, but if yeah. You're body fat, it's like you literally have to make sure. That weight is because of the muscle you oh, have. Oh wow, that is genius. Now that now that you put it that way. Oh, shout out to the Pelicans today. <laughs> they did smart. That was smart, uh, bro. Uh, that was smart. I I would have never thought of that. I didn't think about that. Huh. All right, but shout out to them. You know, and let's hope Zion is able to stay within that range. You know what I mean? <laughs> Boy, he better stay in that range. Dude. He better stay in that range because I don't know what's gonna happen if he doesn't. Well, then they say, what they say, if he um, if he doesn't do it, if he doesn't do it, then they take away his uh, get some of his guaranteed money. Yep, money, right? money, 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 money. Yeah. So, we'll see. We Good shall see. Good luck. Good luck to them. them. Next topic. We have the um the whole fiasco with James Harden extension, <laughs> along with, uh, with the um what they're calling the Sixers tampering because of it, something like that. But, yeah. I mean, it is a little fishy, not going to lie. But How? Talk about it. How? Talk about it. You, Daryl Morey, the old GM for the Rockets, uh, the last time Harden was there, who was on that team? P.J., Daniel. uh, Yeah, that's it. P.J., Daniel, Clint Capella. Um, was Westbrook Westbrook or CP3 one of Let's those? Let's talk two? about the relevant, the relevant guys, the relevant guys, <laughs> <laughs> like the relevant guys to the argument. So you said Daniel PJ, and then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, this man wants to give away. I, Lord knows. So it was forty. He had a forty-four million dollar option. Forty-seven. So that means, huh? Oh, 47, 47. My bad. 40, 47 million. That's even better. $47 million option. And then you decide to give away, I would say, maybe. Uh, it's hard to calculate. So this new contract is 34 years. So you're giving away about 10 mil. Just over 10 mil, I think. A little over, over 10, 10 mil. mil. A little bit over 10 mil just to have your old teammates back. So that, yes. I mean, I could see why that could look like tampering because, like, you're basically. How's the tampering? To, how's it tampering? Yeah. And I think, I mean, this could, and I think it's tampering because wasn't the allegations like they, it's because it's, they're calling it tampering because they think that they've had previous communication before free agency, right? See, okay. So they was, say that, wasn't, right? Wasn't that the allegation? I don't, I don't remember what the allegation was. I just even, I feel like that was it. Mm-hmm. The, the thing I have, the problem I have with it, right, right. is first of all, if Harden gave away money, that's mm-hmm. that there's no tampering there. 
right? Like, if right. he had a conversation with Daryl Morey, he was under contract with the 76ers. They were allowed to have that conversation. You know, he's not from another team. So that's completely fine there. If we move on past that, right? He gave, he gave, he decided to take a smaller chunk of money, right? When they did sign the two, Daniel House and PJ Tucker, who, like you said, were involved in that old team, right? They have a re- an established relationship already, right? So it's understandable why they would sign them because they have that established relationship with them. However, I don't think it's tampering because when 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 I think it was like three o'clock on a Thursday when free agency opened up, the 76ers didn't do anything or anything of significance. PJ Tucker and Daniel House did not sign on that dot. What you cannot mean? so how you how you gonna go to the 76ers and tell them you were tampering when literally three o'clock hit and, and the Denver Nuggets were like up oh, DeAndre Jordan signed right now. Like, <laughs> you have to bring that back. No, because he was dead ass the first one who like signed. <laughs> like three o'clock hit in the first watch notification. DeAndre Jordan oh, signed with I was like, what the heck? I mean, hey, but then again, it could have already been set in stone, you know what I mean? So like it could have already it? been like uh basically that they're coming back. Like they could have it could have been, could have been allegedly. Could have been like a previous. I feel like if it was set in stone, they mm-hmm. would have done the classic signing. Wouldn't that be too obvious, though? Don't you think? I don't know. Go tell that to everybody who who signs at 3 o'clock, bro. It makes no sense. You cannot tell me, like, 3 o'clock hits. You're allowed to talk at 3 o'clock. Yeah. And it's like, y'all don't even have a conversation. It's like they drop a contract and you sign it. And then Walsh is like, oh, he signed. Come on. Right. I feel like you. Everybody, honestly, everybody tampers at this point. There's no way 3 o'clock hits and everybody signs. Yeah. I hear you. But what do you think about his extension? Like, so we talked about tampering. Like, what do you think about just Harden's extension and like him taking a pay cut? Good. He wants a championship. Take a pay cut to win that championship. So, do you think that what he had with the Rockets? So, you think there's something that he sees like that could possibly work? Like, do you think he thinks like Embiid was the missing piece, like a good center? I mean, because Capella's like solid, but he's not like. We all know, like, he's not MB, you know what I mean? So, like, do you think? I've always said, I've always said that the biggest issue that the Rockets did Mm -hmm. was that when they were trying to pair James Harden with a superstar, they paired him with another guard. Mm, I never thought that was the solution. I always thought if you wanted to pair Harden with a superstar, it had to be either a center or a forward. It makes no sense to pair him with a guard who's going to take the ball away from him. So Chris Paul being healthy in those play in those uh, uh I don't remember the year but the playoffs where uh Rockets in the playoffs Chris Paul got injured so you think there was no way that that would would have worked even if he was healthy it could have worked yeah but maybe because that's just at Chris that Paul. season but then you know the next season moved on and then they started having the issues right right right. So you, yeah. so you, so you know, like it could work for one season, but it's not like a long-term, great thing that's gonna work, because obviously Harden, at this point in his, his career, he prefers to be to have the ball in his hand to be like, I know you don't like to consider him a point guard, but Harden himself likes to consider himself no, the point here, guard. Here we go with this stuff. I'm just saying, Harden himself likes to be the point guard. I just don't see him. He could play it, but like I just don't. Don't. 
I feel like that would make him a point guard. But yeah, I see what you mean though. But okay. I mean, I think also with this team though, it's kind of like built around him. Not necessarily, I mean, like in regards to with he like the in, with the backcourt. Like he doesn't he can be the point guard. You know what I mean? Because like Russell Westbrook, like we all like Russell Westbrook is very ball dominant. You know what I mean? And like Maxi, he doesn't have to have the ball in his hand. You know, he could play off if need be. Then, you know, you've got Tobias, who's a shooter, PJ, who's a corner specialist. You know what I mean? And then and B just, you know, do it all. Whatever you need him to do, he'll do it. So, I mean, it's kind of the roster is kind of looking in his favor. You know what I mean? So I think it uh, it should this should give him a better a much better chance than he had with the with the Rockets, uh, with like Russ and you know and that squad that he had uh, with Capella. But um, if you're you have like so you're very like you remind me of a GM like all of our conversations like you have like a GM mindset. So you're da- so you're Daryl Morey, like you have this team. It looks like. Like I said, it looks like it's kind of built in Harden's favor to be successful. So, like, what are you happy with in in regards to, like, playoffs? Like, what finish? I mean, of course you want to win it all, of course, but, like, what are you – like, what is your realistic expectations? Realistic expectations. Yeah, like, realistic, like, I don't know, second round, like, get out the second round, like, what is your what, what like what end goal would you be satisfied with? I mean, of course you won a championship, but like what would what would you huh? Conference finals. That's realistic for you. That's the minimum. That's the minimum. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Barring no injuries, not gonna work. Yeah, barring no injuries. Um whatever happens to Tobias, whether they trade him or keep him. I mean, I think they I think they might need him, to be honest. Should they trade Tobias? Should they trade Tobias? No. Let's remember, he's making the max. Yes, but in regards to his role... Is he a max player? No, but his role within that team, he could fulfill, like, he could be that 3 and D guy that you need. Well, also, I mean, you have PJ, but why not have two? You know what I mean? Two is better than one. And Tobias ain't no scrub, though. I think as a third option... I think he could be like a very good third option for that I, team. I don't like my third option having a max contract. I mean, hey, that's how that's how it works sometimes. You know what I mean? But I think I mean, but then you also have Maxi too, who could be a third option. So, so now the max contract player Tobias Harris is a fourth option. No, though. Think about it. Would you rather have Harden, Maxi, House, Tucker, and and Bead, or would you rather have? Harden, Maxi, Harris, Tucker, and B. What? Like as a starter? No, because like if Tobias leaves, then House will enter the starting lineup probably. Yeah, so but like I'm I I would hope they would train him for a competent roster, you know, or a competent wing player, a competent wing player, a competent mm. like two for one, two players for Tobias. I'm trying to see who's possibly available though. Who would that like who would that work for that's on his level or like something i don't i don't even know who that i can't even think of a player that like would be worth it though can you think of one i mean i don't know 
I don't know. These Sixers were just in a bad situation. Like, along, like, even with, like... should have kept uh, Jimmy Butler. I mean, yeah. I think that's something they're probably going to regret. But, I mean... Do you think, like... I mean, I know why. Jimmy's explained it, like, multiple times. Why? I mean, not multiple times, but he explained it in, like, the J.J. Reddick uh, interview. Like, why it didn't work out. But do you think that, like, Embiid should have... Or like one of the higher ups, like one of the higher up players, like maybe Embiid should have spoke up more. Like, do you think? Well, no, not should have. If he did, like, you think that would have changed something? Yeah, it looks like Embiid and Jimmy Butler have a great relationship from what you right. see. You know, right. So it definitely wasn't them. It wasn't there an issue between them? It wasn't issue. Like, if he spoke up, else. if he spoke up to the front office, like maybe you think that could have happened? Like that could have pre pre like resulted in a stay of Jimmy. Probably. Yeah. I mean, but things work out the way it is. I mean, Jimmy's flourishing in Miami, you know, and he's like their franchise guy right now. So making moolah probably a lot more than he would have made with sixes anyway. So I don't know. Tobias has a max contract. <laughs> oh, my Lord. You and you and this Tobias contract. I'm just but, um, It'll be interesting, though. We'll see. All right. Next up, we have some rapid-fire um, contract talks. Um, there's, sure. some, there's some contracts that happened, extensions, like uh, random contracts that happened. Nothing huge. That's what I'm saying. It's rapid-fire, just quick thoughts, opinions. Um, sure. We'll start off. Keldon Johnson got an extension. Uh was it about four year, 80 mil? I mean, DeJounte's gone. Uh, Lonnie's gone. So, I mean, he's pretty much going to be their guy. So, I'm not really too surprised by the contract. I mean, and he averaged about 18 last year or 17 last year. So, he's constantly improving. And he's definitely, they're definitely going to need him those next, the next five, five seasons. So, um, it's a great deal, though. Um, and I think it's a great value too that they got. Um, I agree. A uh, great deal, you know. Um, out of all the, they're always drafting guards, so I think um, hopefully Kelvin Johnson's one of them that's there to stay. Even though he doesn't necessarily play guard, I've seen him play yeah. multiple positions with the Spurs. But yeah. you know, hopefully he's there to stay. Good contract for them. Right. Um, next we have Eric Pascal who signed one year with the Timberwolves. Uh, Timberwolves. Like I said, they they trying to they want to make sure like they had they made the playoffs they they cleared their playoff drought last season, and they're just trying to you know go back. So, uh, just judging from the Rube Gobert trade and just you know signing and their bench signings, making sure that they're deep off the bench. Um, Eric Pascal just give you some good depth, um, behind Cat, you know, uh, at that four spot. So. Uh, good good value signing, and you know it's a guy that could stretch the floor too, so it's good. Um, yep, good signing for them because this adds depth to that team. Um, I do find it interesting how Eric Pascal went from like everybody being so high on him in the Warriors when he was in the Warriors to getting traded to the right. Jazz, getting zero playing time, and now all he got was one year contract. That's interesting, but I feel like I feel like him going to the Jazz was like a Donovan Mitchell thing, because like I think um like him and Donovan Mitchell. I want to say they played high school ball together. So, 
I think that probably has some a lot to do with it. Either way, but, they should have uh, played him, you know. You said they should have played him? They should have played him. Give him some minutes, you know. Yeah. I mean behind Ingles and who else was there? Royce O'Neal. Yeah. You're right. He could have got some minutes. Next. Maybe that's why. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that maybe that's why Snyder's gone. He didn't he didn't play Eric Pascal. Who knows what's happening with the Jazz? <laughs> um, next we have Jamichael Green, who got bought out by OKC and is signing with the Warriors. You didn't say who he had. You didn't have to say who he got bought out by. But um, I, uh, um, you know, in this podcast, we like to be accurate and give full details. Okay, wait till something come up about the Magic. Um, I would say the rich keep getting richer. It's a great, great depth signing. Uh, he'll definitely add value. I guess he's replacing uh, uh I don't want I don't want to butcher his name. The no Bejelica. Bajelica, Bajelica, Nemanja, you know, Nemanja, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. You know how to say it. Nemanja, I'm not even, nope, not even going to try Right, come on, you saw me try it, you could have tried it. But I think, I guess he's going to like replace that role, you know, Bajelica, with stretching. Bajelica, Bajelica. Uh, I guess he's going to like replace that. Oh, oh my God, God dang. Are you done? No. Okay, now I am. So, Levaja, uh, I guess he's going to replace that role, you know, as a floor stretcher. Uh, it's a great signing, though. Uh, what was it? Was it vet minimal that they got him on? Probably. Probably. Yeah. So, vet minimal contract. It's a good good signing. You know, he could bring, he'd def, he'll definitely bring some, some value to that team, for sure. Monte Williams, coach, extension, sons. Um, I mean, really, you don't really. If you've been watching the Suns and the resurrection they've had since the bubble, you know, going undefeated, and then you know, going into that summer hyped, and then getting Chris Paul, and then Monty Williams just lifting up that franchise, uh, it's much deserved. You know, they've been number one. I'm pretty sure, number one seed, pretty much the those all the all seasons. Were they number one all seasons since the bubble? I feel like they have. Yeah. Well, since Chris Paul's been there, they've been no, no. Didn't last season weren't they number two? Right? Wasn't Jazz? Wasn't Jazz number one? And then they lost, and then they were like, Jazz were one. Yeah. Yikes. Tough Jazz. Um, I think. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm not really too surprised by extension. Uh, great extension, and he's done well for that franchise. Well-deserved extension. That's all I have to say. Well-deserved. Sure. Um, Sharif O'Neal has signed a six-figure contract with the G League Ignite. Six figures. Mm. With how much six? Are we talking above five or are we talking below five? I don't know. They just they just said six <laughs> figures, bro. So as far as we know, it could have just been a hundred, bro, and they would have been like six. Make it look nice, like I don't know. But uh. I think it's smart. Not gonna lie. Um, I think it's good for him because eyes will definitely be on him, for sure. You know, like with the G League Ignite team, uh, how they uh, you know, get high school players and then you know scouts are at those games looking, trying to evaluate those high school players to see like if they're 
What? What? Say it. Say it. Hmm? Please. No, Say I just it. have a question. When you're done, I oh. have a question for you. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, but yeah, they got you know, it's high school players, um, elite high school players. So they're there to evaluate those players, and then he could get some of that camera time. You know what I mean? Maybe uh, a scout could see him like in a game and be like, wow, you know, he's improved since summer league or something like that. And maybe give him a deal. You know, so I think eyes for sure, eyes will definitely be on them. So my question. Mm-hmm. So you see how it has turned out that he decided to go to, you know, the summer league. He got this contract, right? Mm-hmm. Comparing this to what could have been, should he have stayed that extra year in college? Mm-hmm. I mean, are you making six figures in college? His dad is, is Shaq, bro. That doesn't matter, bro. His dad is now. Shaq. College, I mean, like, think about it. Like, Ben Simmons, you know what I mean? Like, the whole – I don't know if you've seen his his uh, ESPN documentary uh, in regards to, like – it was, like, I think it was a one-and-done documentary or something. And I think he was kind of, like, one of the focal points of it. And, like, it was just probably one of the funniest joints you, uh, you'll ever see. I mean, his point was, like, basically, like, I know I'm going to be number one pick, so, like, why would I – you know what I mean? Waste my time. I'm not making no money. Like, why would I waste my time and go into class? You know what I mean? So, should he have stayed in college? Maybe development-wise? Yes. For sure. Uh, But, I mean, he still got a six-figure deal. I don't know if, I don't know if his NIL money is six figures. Well, judging by him, who is who he is, it probably, he probably could make that NIL. But, I mean, I guess if you got a chance to make it to the league, I mean, why not take it? You know what I mean? Because then it's like I feel like you could say that about a couple players, too, that enter the drive. Because this year, like, like Payton Watson, he averaged literally like 11 minutes a game. But, you know, he was still, like, he still entered the draft, though. You know what I mean? And he's probably not ready. But, I mean, you know, if there's a chance to – getting to touch the league or get near it, then why not? Interesting. What do you think? Interesting. So I asked that question because I think um I think um Shaq had wanted him to stay that extra year in college to better develop him himself. So I think if he would have stayed that extra year in college to develop himself, he would have actually gotten drafted, not have been undrafted. He would I feel like he would have got drafted. But I don't know right. how high he would have gotten drafted though. Cause Back. second round, I think the difference between second round and undrafted signing with the G League, there's not that big of a difference. Not it's not that much. So yeah. I mean that's the thing. It's like and then this is basketball we're talking about. Okay. Paul George broke his leg in an exhibition game. All right. So it's like the snap like you you're like your your career could like easily be affected just like that, you know what I mean? So he goes to college and barring like I hate wishing injuries, just speaking into atmosphere, but like I don't know, he hurts his ankle, breaks it, like I don't know anything. He gets injured, you know. That's like that could affect his draft stock, you know what I mean? I mean he didn't get drafted, but that could affect the progress to the league rather than. I don't know how his contract is, his G League contract is, but it's probably guaranteed. I'm not sure. But if his, he gets hurt, in the, it's it's better probably getting hurt in the G League than it is 
probably in college. You know what I mean? That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, though. But it's great, too. And also, I think it's a great move as well, development-wise, too. Because, you know, G League. It's the G League Unite team. You know, it was made for the elite high school players. You know what I mean? For them to develop to the NBA game. So, he gets to develop, you know, get that one-on-one, that serious coaching, you know, from those coaches. You know what I mean? That's, you know, with those elite high school prospects and stuff. So, I mean, I think it's a... It's a great opportunity for him, you know. I wonder if he had any. I wonder what was other his other options were, like maybe if overseas was an option, or if he had like some other, uh, you know, options like that. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, next, next, we have Kyle Corver is now the director of player affairs and development for the Atlanta Hawks. Love it. I mean. I, I like uh just seeing familiar players, you know, like come back to the to the organ to their organization, you know. I mean, he was probably a part of one of the I'm not gonna say best Hawks teams of all time, but like record wise, probably one of the best teams of all time. I think they that year they were and like all five of the starters had made the all star team, you know what I mean? So it was crazy. So I think uh, for him to come back is pretty cool. And was it you said director of player affairs? Yep. Is I don't I don't even know what that means to be honest, but I guess it's good to have a vet like that just around around your players. That's cool. Um, I agree. Having uh such a vet, it's gonna you know do great for the player, especially for development. You know, he's an amazing shooter, so he's just sure. gonna help everybody there with those shooters. And he has the um the background with the Hawks from that winning team. Wish he could have been there with Kevin Herter. I wonder if like that could have because they kind of. They don't play similar, but I mean, in regards, maybe could have helped them with a the shooting. That would have been interesting. Well, but he could help. We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> oh man! Next one we have for contract. Last one. Um, Ben Carroll is signing to Jordan. Hmm. I like it. Uh, I mean, nah. You got to Actually, you gonna take this? What do you think? What? Sure, it's your boy. Sure, he's a, he's franchise a draft pick. What did y'all expect? Consider him like, a franchise cornerstone. Yes, number yeah. one overall pick, bro. Yo, it's it's your franchise cornerstone. What do you what do you think about it? Man? Great, he's the number one pick. Of course, he was gonna get signed. I don't know. I thought, I mean, I didn't think, but like, I would have figured he would have went to Nike. Just yeah, because, was... huh? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You first. So, me. I was gonna say like, cause I be seeing like with these like companies and just like their tactics I, I don't know if it's a tactic that they willingly do but it's like something I noticed where it's like a player that like plays in a certain type of gear they end up like in high school and in college they kind of end up going to that to that you know brand when they when they get to the NBA you know what I mean so like like playing EYBL and they giving you all these Nikes and stuff and then, like, playing in college, they're giving you all these Nike jackets or, you know, whatever brand your college is sponsored by. You know, they give you all the jackets, shoes, or whatever. So I feel like that could be, like, a tactic that the companies use to, like, lure them in when it's time for them to make that decision of, like, endorsement-wise. You know what I mean? But um, he didn't take that route. Uh, Jordan, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. If I'm a player, what, where are you signing if you're, if you're endorsement? If you if you have the opportunity for an endorsement, 
right. I would like to sign, of course, you know, we would all like to sign to Nike, right? However, have you noticed recently Nike's Jordan is under Nike, technically. Jordan is Nike, right? Right, right, right. Nike recently has gone in the route of trying to develop the Jordan brand more compared to the Nike brand. Because Nike brand doesn't need any more players or any more development. They already got Jordan. They already have. They got the Jordan brand. They got LeBron on the lifetime deal. And they just re-upped with the Kobe's. So they got Kobe's still in the contract. KD, You have KD. You have Kyrie. So they have the big stars already in Nike. So I think what they're doing now is they're trying to do that same thing with the new the new generation towards Jordan. I think Zion Zion is in the Jordan brand. I think yeah. Luca might Luka. also be signed with Jordan. Yeah, and now you is. got Ben Carroll. So they're bringing the new generation towards the Jordan brand to That's reestablish tough. that brand. That's tough. That's a good observation. I didn't even think I didn't even think about that. That's tough though. Yeah. I mean. I still want to know what the split is with Jordan. Like, I mean, with Michael Jordan, with Michael Jordan, like how much he gets and then how much Nike gets. I'm still curious about that. But um, I think it's great, great signing. Uh, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Wait, so you said so your answer was Jordan endorsement deal. If you got an endorsement deal, you're Nike. My answer was Nike. Oh, your answer is Nike. Yes. Okay. Why Nike? Me? I just made the observation that they're pushing everybody to Jordan now. Why Nike though? Um, because I like Nikes. Mm-hmm. Is there like a certain shoe like you want just for the Kobe's? Oh, mm, smart. I think ah. Jordan's are too bulky. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest. In terms of mm. like plain shoes, because Jordan, even Jordan back in the day, made that made the thing that said he played in Jordan some. Maybe the ones, and then he right. was bleeding. What were they making? Kobe, were they making Nikes before Kobe died? Like new ones, like new ones, or like just were they making Nikes? Period before Kobe died. Like Kobe, Nikes. And like Kobe shoes. Were they making Kobe shoes? Like before yes. he died. Yes, they were. I'm pretty sure hmm. they were. Yes. So where'd your? And do they still make them? They still. Wait, you said they fixed the relationship with Kobe. They just like they just re-signed again to continue. All right. Production. Okay. So yeah, that question would not be that question would make sense. All right, cool. I would say Jordan, just because. I don't. I mean, I like Jordans. I just personally don't want to spend the money on them, just to get them for free. I'll take that for the rest. But of But you life. would have to play in Jordan. You have to play basketball. That's great. That's a great point. Wait, technically though, I'm playing in the boss man's shoes. You know what I mean? Because Nike own, owns Jordan, so. But you would still I'm have good. to play in Jordan. You can't use Nike. You have to be Jordan. God, bro. Like, wait, wait, but I didn't say I was a basketball player, though. <laughs> Ah, here we go. Here we go. Chasing the turn, bro. Here we go. Bro. I didn't say I was a hooper. I didn't say I was a hooper. Bro. I said I'm a. I'm just. I'm just. I got an endorsement deal. Hey, I could be a podcaster. I could be a. I could be a. A, a sports. A sports nu- psychologist or a sports nutritionist. Hey, if, or I, something. if I don't have to play in them, they give me Jordan, bro. If I don't have to play in them. <laughs> oh man, but shout out Jordan though. Shout out to shout out to them. Um. And shout out to Paolo for signing with Jordan. You know, it's great. Great news. 
great news. So now I have another question for you, right? Based off that, do you feel like Nike could turn the LeBron brand into its own brand? Like the, uh, turn like the uh, LeBron into like the Jordan? Like, oh, okay. I see what you mean. Um, like, you mean, could it reach that level? Uh, could they reach that level. Could they do it? Will they do it? That's, that's or will they just keep it as just a shoe under Nike? So, I think I know what you mean. Like, you mean like commercialize it, kind of. Like, like, like Jordan. Like, Le- could they turn the LeBron brand into its own brand, like they did with Jordan? Oh, okay, okay. I see what you mean. Oh, dang! I, I thought LeBron's was was his own brand already. No, it's still LeBron's on their Nike. Mm, that's tough. Um, I must say no. no. Reason. Be- Reason being, content-wise, and by content, I mean clothes. I mean shoes. I mean, like, that-wise, like, LeBron's not fucking with Nike. I mean, with Jordan. I don't care. Like, it's just not, it's not happening. Uh, you don't think he has the potential to? Yes. Okay, I'm going to say yes. Only because, only because, only because. That's what I mean. I'm going to say, content-wise, no. No, you, dude. I'm talking ones. I'm talking two. Dude, uh, the whole the whole alphabet, the whole number, the the whole number tree. Okay. Okay. He's got it on wraps. Okay. Okay. Jordan. Okay. Jordan has it on wraps, bro. Okay. All right. On, on all ten of your fingers, bro. Bangers, 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 bangers. All right. Each finger is a banger. Okay. Um. Pause. Uh. But like, I think that. Um. Wait. You had to react. I was. I was. I was. You had to react. <laughs> I was doing so good. That's why I think content-wise. Now, I'm going to say, the reason I say yes, and you made the face, reason being is because he's LeBron. So, like, him being LeBron, he may be able to compete with Jordan. But you got to put out content that people want to buy. Now, I ain't going to lie. There are some LeBrons that I still want. You know what I mean? But the, my list of Jordans that I want is way is, is way longer than my list of LeBrons that I want. So, it's like... Content-wise, I don't think he'll be able to compete. That's just my opinion, though. How you feel? Interesting, interesting. I agree. Uh-huh. With the shoes, there's more Jordan retros than I want compared to love I mean. retros. Even, yeah. I think Nike has started doing a thing, testing out to see if they could release retro LeBrons, like rookie LeBron shoes, like the Nike, oh, Zoom, okay. Nike Zoom LeBrons from back in the day. These are cool. So, I really um how that goes. The only LeBrons that I think are there like any bronze you wish you could have right now? Like any LeBrons on your wish list? Off the top of my head, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Off the top of my head. Yeah. Off the top right. of my head. I the only ones I really the only ones I really wanted was like the 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 low, I think they were the eights, the Hornets. When they had the when he did the Hornets, uh I think they were like low, but the lows though, not the highs, the lows. I like the Hornet lows. I, I would like to get my hands on those before, before I as soon as I can. But the other than that, are just, are just too narrow. At least for me, I have wide yeah. feet. LeBron's are way too narrow for my feet. At least. Okay. Yeah. Uh I I think I can see why you say that. They they are. But also, it's like I don't know. Like with the um, and plus like with Jordans, it's like I feel like you could fit. Like you could put fits together. Like you could 
like how many IG pictures have you seen like of your homeboys or like or just any or girls, just anybody? Like how many of them like are rocking Jordans? I'm Bro. talking ones. I'm talking ones. I'm talking uh what tens maybe. I don't know, fives, whatever. Like how many have you seen? Like I saw I saw a dude uh-huh. who had a whole suit on. Rocking a pair of retro ones, bro. It's a mic drop. Like, there's nothing more that needs to be said. Like, no offense to LeBron. Like, I like he's a great, you know, you know, I mean, great figure in basketball. But I mean, just content-wise, I just don't think he's gonna be able to match up. Now, now, that doesn't mean that just because he doesn't match up with him content wise wait because what was your question was you said did you say can it be as big as jordan or or you said can he just or can he just be his own separate brand like jordan the jordan brand yeah if i was comparing it to jordan so that's why i said no Uh, because you said like jordan so like i instantly went to compare the two but i mean he doesn't have to be jordan so can he be his own brand i mean yeah i feel like mm, bron has a lot of wagon fans bro huh LeBron has a lot of bandwagon fans, bro. They'll, they'll buy anything. And it's about to retire, though. About to retire, though. So, I mean. He's about to retire as the number one player who scored the most points in NBA history, so. True. Knock on wood. So, I mean, yeah, it could happen, I guess. You know what I mean? I think, like, his window, though, like, when I was in, when, when we were in middle school, like, I think, like, LeBron had the sneaker game, like, on a chokehold. I mean, like, I seen, like, so, I don't know how it was uh, for you in your city, but, like, in my city, like, people was just, like, in, in my middle school, like, most of the school, like, had on LeBron. I'm not even, like, I'm not even saying that, like, as an exaggeration. Like, I'm being for real. Like, his, like, his merch was going crazy. Like, and people was, like, mat- buying the matching uh, Nike tees, like, the matching LeBron tees to go with their LeBrons. And, like, he had the, the merch game, like, apparel game, like, on a chokehold during that time. I don't, I'm trying to remember it because that middle school, how old were we? Probably like 14, 15, maybe. All right. How old, bro, how he old had all the colorways. That's the thing about the, his his shoes. His colorways yeah. were crazy, bro. Especially That's... when he would drop the um the Miami colorways, bro. Them Ooh. joints were crazy. Them South Beaches. Them South Beach LeBrons, bro. The highs and lows. Even even uh even the orange joints, the galaxy joints that he had with the inside with the insoles was just galaxy with the orange at the bruh. I don't know if he like see like you said like we talk look how we talk about this in our excitement. That was like probably like 10 years ago, maybe eight years ago. I don't know. But like uh so like can he get back like in order to be a successful brand, you gotta be able to like get back to that point. And I can't think of a time where Jordan has had like a low moment, you know what I mean? Where it's like people not talking about Jordans, you know what I mean? So I don't know. It's tough. We'll see. Moving on. Come on, going to talk about LeBron Jordan. Um, let's move on and let's great. talk that was, about you. That was great. Yeah, that was great. Let's talk about your opinions. On Jalen Brown being included no. in KD trade talks. Shaking my head. I was what? just referring to I was referring to his tweet. That's what he said. 
What's oh, the news okay. athlete? Okay. He's okay. like yeah. shaking my head. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel I, I don't know. See, I don't know with NBA players. I don't know if they be like buying into the BS, like buying into like the media, like games and stuff, or if like they, or if they really like find out when we find out type stuff. You know what I mean? I've always wondered that. I don't know if they be trolling or like if they just do it or if they actually find out when the public finds out. But um, I mean, if he if he found out when we did, I would feel some type of way too. You know what I mean? I think I think they have something. They have what they just proved that they have what it takes to make it to the finals. Um, they just need a few more pieces. They just added Gallo. Uh, I'm not saying Gallo makes them another final contender, but I mean they make moves. They're making moves. Robert Williams should be healthy. Um, you know what I mean? So I Malcolm think Brogdon. Oh man, that's a day. How did I forget about Brogdon? Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you went straight to Gallo and now Brogdon, bro. But I think it's like Gallo's like the probably most recent that I could think of. So yeah. that's probably why. So he's probably the most recent signing. So yeah, but Brog, dang, can't forget about Brogdon. Brogdon. So they they don't need to give away because I think they said Brooklyn wanted smart too, which is why they didn't do the deal. Um Price is stupid. The price they were asking for it's not worth it. I ain't gonna lie, it seems like they want a whole franchise for that for KD. And KD is a franchise player, but the man is 33, 34. Like it's like it's kind of getting I don't think I would give up my franchise. And Jalen Brown's not no scrub either. Like he's he's like I wouldn't say he's Jason Tatum superstar level, but like he's like right under. I don't know what is that really like very good player or like or all-star. Well, he's an all-star. He's an all-star um caliber player. You know what I mean? So I'm not giving him up. And I think he's a cornerstone for the franchise too. So I think uh they can't they can't just give him up like that. And I and I understand how he feels too. Like, you know what I mean? I understand what the Nets asked for him. Uh-huh. Um it's understandable what the next acts for him. You know, he's a great player. Um I guess KD could throw them over the hump, but I guess with any possible KD trade, you're also giving up a ton. So you've established all of this team already just to trade it for KD, and you're giving up a ton. Who else was was did they did they offer? Bes- with Brown, it was. Well, who knows? It might have been Brown, Smart, Horford, and like forty picks. I think it was I, I think it was just Brown and Horford and then it was picks and then they didn't include Smart. So yeah, no. Boston, y'all have y'all have what it takes. Y'all just show y'all have what it takes to make it to the finals. Y'all regroup, y'all regrouped, and y'all did as y'all should. Y'all didn't say stagnate. Y'all made some moves. You got a star. You got a all you got a star in Brogdon, you know, and then you got Gallo, who's you know, a stretch floor stretcher, you know, as could play that role as Al Horford, not playmaking wise, but like in regards to like Al Horford adding, like give Al Horford some rest while you know Gallo stretches the floor too. So I mean, I think y'all have what it takes. And then you still got Pritchard, you know, some of those guys. I think they 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 could have what it takes to you know make a, another run. Don't just give up. Don't just give up Brown though. The whole the whole entire trade market. Has been like uh-huh. paused. Everybody has paused and not been scared to do any moves because this whole KD thing, bro. And KD and include Donovan Mitchell in there because Donovan Mitchell is on the trade market apparently too. So, 
as true. we talked about last episode. That's true. I think everybody's holding off until anything happens there. And what's really? messing it up, what's really messing it up, is Rudy Gobert. Why you say that? Oh, uh, Rudy all Gobert, the picks. Rudy Gobert uh-huh. got like four unprotected first round picks. I see, picks, what, you, I see what you mean. So if Rudy okay. Gobert gets that, and KD's like 10 yeah, times yeah, better yeah. than him, bro. I'm just... You're a GM. You'd be like, damn, like I could get like 10 unprotected picks I at want, this point, bro. Like, I want a franchise too. I see what exactly. you mean. Exactly. Yeah. It's not happening, though. I mean, the, the market's getting, you know, saturated. So I don't think it's going to, that's going to be a case. Unless you're going to trade KD for Mitchell. Like, it's not happening, bro. <laughs> so I don't know. I, just KD and Kyrie just need to find a way to make it work. They're both smart. They're both smart players. They're both great. They're both great players. So they they just gotta do what they gotta do to make it work. Cause a team uh, for a team to give up a whole franchise for KD is KD. Would, would just be he's great, but like he's kind of old too. At the same no, time, I agree. So, I wouldn't give up any franchise. So it's like ah, uh, you know what I mean? We'll see. Just, just, everybody's good, you know. Whoever signs the available free agency, and then let's play some basketball, man. I agree. Next, next, Donovan Mitchell, Miami Pro AM, something or nothing. Uh, I would say, I don't know. I think it's something. I was actually there. It was pretty. Talk about it. It was, it was pretty intense. So I would say, first of all, that day was just. It's just crazy. Get there. So it's two games. So they play two games, one at 630 and then one at like eight-ish. I mean, it never really starts at eight. It's probably like 830 or close to nine. So then uh, I get there. I'm thinking like, so 630 game is usually like before the NBA players play. But then I see Marvin Bagley warming up. So I'm like, oh, my Lord. All right. So I get to see Marvin Bagley play. Uh, That was cool. He's, uh, I would say, he's good. I just don't think they really... Play, they played through them a lot the first couple quarters. Like, but then second half, they really just started to do their own thing, and I don't think he was really that aggressive. I don't know if it was – I feel like they should have played through him more in the second half, and maybe they could have won that game. But, yeah, they lost. So, yeah, if, I, if I'm that other team, I'm feeling great. I'd be the NBA player. Like, I'm, I'm – nobody could tell me nothing after that. Uh, So then the main event, it was Bam – so that team had Bam, Darius Garland, it had Derrick Jones Jr., it had Royce O'Neal, and it had Donovan Mitchell. Um, I would say so. The question was, is it something or something? I think it may be something. It was funny because his first trip to the free throw line, you know how you know Miami fans, Miami people, they have no chill. They just start chanting Miami, Miami, and you know he smiled a little bit, you know, made a little smirk. Uh. And then Bam like was like hyping the crowd up. He might get caught for tampering with that. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I hope he doesn't. I hope he does. I hope that. I hope if Mitchell ends up in Miami, I hope they don't go back to that film and look up tam- and get him for tampering. The man but, who's um, gonna get caught for tampering is Dwayne Wade, bro. <laughs> yeah, there's literally a video. I don't know. I don't know what Wade was thinking that day. Man, kids just say yes. Are you gonna give? Are you gonna get Mitchell to Miami? Yes. Uh, but I think uh, yeah, Donovan Mitchell, he's tough though. In regards to players, I mean, 
Darius Garland, he has the ball on the string. His handles are elite. Derrick Jones, you already know, high flyer. You know, he's catching lobs everywhere. Um, Bam. Bam was actually, which is something I'm going to bring up later with, in regards to the available free agents. He was, like, playing a lot on the perimeter. You know what I mean? He was doing a lot of dribbling. He was playing more like a guard, like a regular guard, you know? So that, I found that interesting. He wasn't really playing in the paint that much. So um, I don't know if that's good or bad, but it was just something that caught my eyes. And um, and he was taking a lot of – and he was, like, not afraid to take jump shots too. Like, he was letting them things go. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, I mean, once he gets a head start, like, you're not guarding him. Like, he's getting the bucket, you know? So you got to – He's tough. He's he's tough, and he and he's like Darius Garland. Like he has a tight handle as well, so he could definitely get a bucket whenever he wants. And I see, and I I learned that in the OKC series in twenty, what was that twenty fifteen? So, I mean, and then who else? Royce O'Neal, he was just missing a lot of jump shots. I'm not even gonna hold you. Royce O'Neal was just not. He was, he was just taking threes and missing them. I think he did score. I don't. I don't want to say he didn't score at all, but I think Mitchell playing in the pro am is something, though, for sure. Interesting. Just because, but he's not a free agent, so it's really up to the team. Now I don't know how much pull D Wade has in the ownership group, so <laughs> unless D Wade is like. Unless D Wade, you know, puts in the call, I don't, I don't know how, I don't, I don't know how else the deal gets done, because yeah, but it seems like he loves the city, and he said, uh, Miami Pro Am, he posted on Twitter right after, you know, Pro Am was lit, Miami Pro League, y'all were lit, so seemed like he loved the atmosphere. So I mean, imagine that atmosphere times ten in a in an American Airlines arena. So hey, it could. It could happen. I say something just because of his reaction, but it's not his choice, though. It's up to the front office to trade him. You know what I mean? I mean, technically, he could just go up to the front office and be like, I only want to get traded to Miami, but. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if he has that pull, though. Yet. Players have done that. Players have done that. Oh, yeah, but. That pull? Um... I don't know. Okay. I'll I give it to you. I don't, I don't know if he has, like, that pull just yet. Cause I mean they, I mean yeah they've made it their perennial playoff team, but what have they done in the playoffs? You know what I mean? When was yeah. their last conference finals? What Stockton and that other guy? You know what I mean? So who knows? Who knows? We'll see what happens. But it was very, something though for sure. Very interesting to get your insight as someone who was there live crazy. in person. It's crazy. It's crazy. Very crazy. Very great. Analysis. It's like it was cool because like. Normally, like, you get to watch NBA players pick up on YouTube. You know what I mean? I mean, I normally watch it, like, on YouTube. So then to actually get to see them pick up. I mean, it's not pick up. It's the actual game. But for them, it's pick up. So, like, <laughs> like so uh, to see them in, like, a pickup game atmosphere, like, in person instead of, like, on YouTube or something, it's uh, it pretty cool. Yeah. Great insight. Great. And since you had mentioned it earlier, we'll just Sir? dive straight into the available free agents. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Just off the top of your head, you know, names of free agents, some details you want to say. Where should they go? Why haven't they been picked up? Blah, 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 blah. Yada, Too many yada. to count. Uh-huh. All right. Who we got first? 
Who would you like to go first? Let's see. Let's do, I guess, Mello. Mello's cool. Mello. Uh, Carmelo. Where Me- Carmelo. Where you see Mello going? Where do I see Mello going? I ain't a lot. Okay. Now go ahead. He should just re-sign with the Lakers, honestly. Mm, that will be. I mean, that makes sense. I don't know. If he goes to the Warriors, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. But then think again, though. I think the Warriors are kind of good at the wing position because of, like, Kuminga and then, you know, Moody and stuff. And then, you know, you got Andrew Wiggins. So I don't think they really need him. But, like, as a luxury, I mean, why not? But, yeah, I agree, though. I think he should resign with the Lakers, too. And that'll probably end up happening. I'd be surprised if it don't happen. But yeah, Melo though. Sure. Uh, Sexton. Sexton. Oh, he's tough. Uh, I, I mean, like not only as a player, but like just his, his situation right now. Um, I think I think he also declined a three-year, forty million dollar contract from the Cavs. No way. Yeah. Was it from the Cavs? Yes. Oh man, uh, that's tough. Well, see, this is a tough situation because talent, talent wise, I will understand why you would decline that. But I mean, yeah, talent because your talent is way is way greater than uh, what's that? That would be like what, uh, or like thirteen mil a year. Your your talent is more than thirteen mil a year, but you're coming off an ACL injury, so. Now he could take the old depot route if he wants, and then you know do a year as a vet minimum, like or or take the TJ Warren route as well. You know, do the vet minimum, and then you know sign for a greater contract. It worked for Old Depot, you know. He just signed a one year, eleven million dollar contract, so he clearly he clearly cashed in. Maybe take that route, um, but I guess he he believes in himself and he thinks that you know he's back to his old self or something close, um. I could see the Wizards maybe making a run at him just because I'm going I'm to say Wizards because, I mean, they need a point guard. Now, he's not a true point guard. He's more of a combo guard. So, it he I don't know if he'll be able to run your team. But, I mean, him and Bradley Bill as a backcourt would just – just my thought of that and their scoring and their ability to score is just, like, that attracts me. So, I I don't know, though. And I doubt that I doubt the Cavs will offer him a bigger contract than that, though. Or maybe maybe they will. Who knows? I feel like he's just gonna sign the qualifying offer. Oh, uh, with the Cavs? Yep. Take the qualifying yep. offer, and then you'll be unrestricted next season. You know? Yeah, exactly. What is, I wonder what that you know what that amount would be, or, or no something clue. close. I have no clue. I haven't looked at it. Yeah, it's based off. That. It's based off what he was earning. So what pick was he? Uh, he was like. Was he six? Uh, he was. No. He was top ten for sure. Uh, he wasn't top, top five. It's a big amount. Yeah. Big amount. Okay. That's solid. Yeah, I think he should take that route though. That would be a good route for him. And then he doesn't have to like low get low ball with a three for forty, because you know I think that's just something like the Cavs are trying to do just to take advantage of his injury. You know what I mean? So it's good for him not accepting that, I guess, and you know trusting trusting himself. Next we have Boogie. Boogie Cousins. Boogie Cousins. Um, he's interesting. I mean, I don't think he really had like that bad of a year last year. I would say with the Nuggets. Um, I mean, he was with the Bucks beginning, and then he went to the Nuggets. Uh, I would say 
I mean, he has some – he showed flashes last year. You know what I mean? Like that – he had a 31-point game against the Rockets. He had a, a good 19-point game against – uh, what was that, the Blazers? Um, And I don't know if this stat means anything to you, but, like, in the games that he did play over 20 minutes, like, he averaged 18 and 8. So – that tell I mean it's seven games out of eighty out of uh eighty or eighty two it's seven games out of eighty two so it may not be that much of a sample size but I mean it kind of he still can hoop you know what I mean so I just say whatever I don't know if I would trust him though as a starter though but I I but just by those numbers he can still play though so he should definitely still be he should definitely get picked up by a team now what team would that be? I think he'll probably want to go to a contender. Uh, I'm trying to think what contender would need a backup center, though. Uh, uh, I would say the Heat. Ooh, oh, my gosh. Heat would be crazy. I mean, well, you don't, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't like, uh, you don't think Deadman is the guy? What? Then, we think about it, though. He could kind of play like that Joel Anthony role. And by, but I don't mean like skill wise. I'm not compared to the Joe Anthony. But I mean like you know how like Joe Anthony will play like you know how like Joe Anthony will play like ten minutes or something and then like just sit the rest of the game. Like you know what I mean like you don't need him. You don't need Cousins to play like thirty minutes a game. You know what I mean? You could like still you could still play him like I don't know, maybe twenty and then sit him or fifteen and then sit him more. And if you need him back, you can bring him back in or something. But Heat would be crazy though. Yeah. I ain't think about it. Yes. Heat. I don't know. Well, he already went to the Clippers, and that didn't really work. I don't know if that worked really worked out. So, yeah, probably the Heat, I guess. He went to the Clippers. I don't even remember that, I bro. Look. I ain't gonna look. Yeah, he was with the Clippers. Um, I'm trying to remember, it was like not last year, of course, but I think maybe the year before. That's crazy. Because he played that in the playoffs a little bit. I think. Mind. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah he's been a, he's been around. No cap. Uh, but uh, yeah, that, he would be interested though. I I want I wouldn't mind seeing that. I I see a couple of guys that could go to the Heat actually. You know what I mean? That and are still available too. So yeah. Next we have Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. Uh I saw him. I mean, it was against Poland, but I mean, he had. I think he was playing for Germany this summer. Uh, and he was hooping. Um, yeah, nice 38 piece. You know, shot the ball well, you know, has still has that burst, you know. Uh, I think he'll definitely have some options for sure. Uh, and I think he has a good like choice too, as well. You know what I mean? Um, I wouldn't mind seeing I'ma still say Washington again, just like I said with Sexton, just because they need a point guard. Um, I mean, I like DeLon Wright and and Monte Morris, but I don't know if like long term they're the guy. And Shooter's like only 28, you know what I mean? So he's still, I think he's still got some good years left to him in basketball. So I would say uh, maybe them, or he could go to a contender, you know, maybe go back to the Lakers or uh, like you said, the Heat as well. They don't have a good backup, really. I mean, Gabe Vincent, he's solid, but I mean, who would you rather have, Gabe Vincent or Shooter? Like, be honest. Doesn't matter. They have VO and um, Matt Strauss and Tyler Hero, they have to give minutes to. Talking point guard. I'm talking point guard. I'm talking bro, they have so many shooting guards that they're not. They're not gonna play. They're not gonna grab a point guard, bro. They're probably That's gonna do a two shooting guard backups. Thing. I don't think you think the Heat. I don't, 
Shoots might lose some minutes though, because I don't. You think the Heat gonna actually give... low key? They don't need a backup point guard. Just just really? maneuver the minutes between um Laurie and Jimmy Butler. They'll be the main ball handlers. Yes. Yeah. You don't need it, but you could get Oladipo. I mean, you could get Schroeder for a low price, probably. I mean, yeah, his value's kind of cut. I mean, Schroeder's. Is... I mean, you probably playing behind Laurie. Laurie's getting old anyway. We'll see. I think he'll probably... Okay. No, what you say? I'm just saying they have a lot of guards. Oh, yeah. That is true. I mean, Schuess is probably going to lose minutes anyway because you think the Heat going to give Vio an $11 million contract and not play him? And then he'll and lose then... even more minutes if they sign Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, that's true. Mm, we'll see, though. Anyway, I like him going to the Wizards. Like this is him. probably going to start anyway, though, regardless because just of shooting anyway. Probably, yeah. I like I mean, your idea. Of, I like your idea of shooter going to the Wizards. I like that. I mean, yeah, you know, he's a starter. He's he can he can run a team. You know what I mean? Uh, I really like Schroeder as a six man though. I think he's a great six man. Um, you know, I I still wish he should have won uh, that year. Montrez Harrell won. Was that uh, I think 20, 2020? Yeah, it was twenty twenty. Um, still think he should have won that year. Still think he should have won six man of the year. You know, he got robbed, but it's cool. Uh, but, I mean, having a guy like him come off the bench would be great. So, I mean, Heat would be crazy. Uh, but Wizards, I mean, he's in his prime or he's entering his prime. So, I mean, he could start right away and, you know, play with Bradley Bill. I think that would be a cool spot. Because I, I can't really think of too many teams that need point guards, you know? I guess that's a good thing. I don't know. Next player, um, the guy who you like to say came back from the dead, LaMarcus Aldridge. I mean, he did. To be honest, you know, God is good, you know, all the time and all the time. God's good. Uh, he did. He came back. Um, now what team could use him? I think just whatever team that could use a veteran presence, I guess, and you know some uh floor stretching. Uh. Can't even say the Warriors because they got Jermichael. I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm not. I don't even know. To be honest. I feel like he could go wherever he wants, or whoever wants him, really. But I don't. I don't know like what value like he adds. Trying to figure that out. I don't know. I'm trying to think of who needs a backup. Did the right. Sixers ever sign a backup? To him but like, uh. I mean, I think they've been trying to develop some guys. I think Bassey's been like in their like development program. I don't know if he's ready though for to back up and beat. Uh Paul Reed, I mean, he's solid. I don't know if he's a center though. I feel like he's more he's built more like a power forward, but I mean to it's positionless basketball, so he could probably play the five if need be. So I think his backup, I guess MB's backup would be Paul Reed, I guess. But I mean, I don't know, Paul Reed or Lamarcus Aldridge. <laughs> Uh, I'll probably take Paul Reed just because he's like younger and more like athletic in that sense. I mean, but you could still sign Lamarcus as like a you know veteran presence or something. It'll be interesting. Next, we have Montrose Harold. Hmm. He he's tough. His situation go back to the Clips. Yeah, could could go back to the Clips. Uh, the Heat should definitely look into him. 
Um, they have no power for it right now. Uh, I mean, I think I forgot who they said their starter would be right now. I think it was Highsmith, Alonzo Highsmith. I think would be the starter. I, I don't, I don't even think he got that many minutes last year. Um, you got Trez, Trez and Bam could be a scary front court. Now, now Trez could be a maybe be a defensive liability sometimes. Um, but I think with the coaching though and the culture. I think they'll be able to bring that defense, that defensive ability out, like out of him. You know what I mean? And you know, like like look at Lowry. Like not Lowry like defensive wise, but like he wasn't he wasn't in the best shape last year. You know what I mean? And look at him now, like, you know, he whole new person. So it's like, you know, I think the Heat could definitely bring that defensive, you know, tenacity out of Harold. And just like him and Jimmy Butler on the court and just their attitude towards basketball, I think will like mesh really well. And, you know, and Miami would definitely uh, take him in for sure. Blake Griffin. Hey, bro, you not going to say your opinion, bro? Well, you just say, oh, you just think Clippers? Yeah, I said Clippers. Hmm. Blake Griffin. Um, I mean... I don't, I'm trying teams that need floor spacers. Uh, go back to the Pistons. <laughs> that's funny. Nah, that's funny. That was a good one. Now that makes me think. I don't know if you were joking about Montrez to the Clippers now that you said that, bro. Screw it, Blake to the Clippers, too. <laughs> oh, snap. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. That could actually happen, though. I mean, that could actually happen because I don't know who, who they're Is it, Isn't he on bad terms with the owner, though? Sterling, Sterling, I thought Sterling left. Oh, then, oh, oh, Bomber. Oh, he not cool with Bomber. Yeah, because I think he traded him. Oh wow. Oh, probably. Yeah, probably. Oh yeah. So maybe. Hey man. Hey, this is professional. Your your title, your job title is professional basketball player. He were professional. You seen some of the things Blake Griffin has done, <laughs> bro? They were they were very professional. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But- That'll be interesting. Uh, that'll be an interesting reunion. Um, I mean, yeah, Clippers. I can see Clippers. Um, if the Heat don't get Montrez, maybe Griffin. I guess he's a floor spacer. You know, he could kind of fill that. Now, I don't know if he's the defender that PJ Tucker is, but I mean, he's a he could he's a floor he's a floor spacer. You know, give you know Bam some space in the paint, or give you know give you some driving lanes. You know, so he. Clippers. I think he'll definitely sign with a contender, though, for sure. It's definitely going to be a contender. Um, but yeah, like those two teams. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, last one I have on this list is um Dwight Howard. It might might he might make a trip back to Washington. You never know, bro. Might have some unfinished business over there, man. Washington. Yeah, Washington. You know, you know the glue, the glue injury he had. He might have unfinished business, bro. Did he get married? I don't know. I know he's with Tia Cooper. Yeah, I don't think yeah, he has any unfinished yeah. business if we saw her, bro. Actually, you never know. Who knows? But uh, uh, I'm trying to. Hey, uh, oh wait, it didn't work out. It didn't work out with the Sixers, though. I wonder why. 
Um, I was gonna say he could, like you was talking about Embiid with a backup. I mean, he could be the backup. Honestly, I think he. Why didn't it work out? I don't remember. That's all I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out. I don't remember why they worked out. I think it wasn't anything that didn't work out. I just think he just decided to go to the Lakers now. Yeah, but Dwight would be Dwight. I think is a really good backup center. Honestly, what do I mean? Like, and it's like I don't even know like what his like what this man. See now he's different. Like his genetics is different because he's like. He still looks kind of the same, not the same, but like, like body, like physique wise, in regards to staying in shape, like he still is kind of in similar shape, or probably even better shape than he was like, uh, his previous years. So, I mean, he could play as long as he wants if he keeps up his regimen. But um, I mean, I'm trying to figure out maybe Sixers could be an option. Uh, I'm trying to think teams that need backup centers. Heat would be crazy. Um. He would be crazy. It's like heat. Every it's center like and powerful we said it's like heat, heat, heat. And then me, Clippers. <laughs> Just randomly out of the Clippers, bro. It's like heat. Basically, like, any know. available center power forward yeah. go to either the Heat, the Clippers, or B Joel and beat the backup, bro. That's literally it. Like honestly. I mean Lakers, Lakers could never count out the Lakers. You know what yeah, I mean? He should probably. I don't know why the Lakers haven't signed him. I don't even know who the Lakers have a center, but whatever. That's the Lakers are a mess. That doesn't even matter, bro. Uh, you know what I mean? So, hey, he it's options. You know, it's going to be interesting to see. But, um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Though. Very. Very, very much so. And the last topic, the potential of Isaiah Thomas going back to the Hornets. Uh, I like it. I mean, I don't think Melo really has a backup like a like a like a good consistent backup um i mean i guess his backup would be terry rozier but you know he starts with him so that's not possible um i mean i don't see why not uh so bucket i think there was like reports of like a a mutual like a possibility of like team of like both teams wanting to do a reunion so i mean that would be pretty cool to see and it's I just love seeing IT in the league, you know. He's just great, great player, great heart, all that, all that good stuff. So uh I'm I'm here for it, you know. I agree. I think Isaiah Thomas did good on the time that he was there in the Hornets. And I think he brought really that leadership experience to that young team. Um, you know, a lot of people in that team haven't been to the playoffs, and Isaiah has literally played one a playoff game with a broken hip. So, you know, that experience and that determination, that leadership is very important for that team. Nice. I think it's, nice. it's great if they reunite together once again. I'm here for it. I don't see why not. You know what I mean? For sure. This, this sun is hitting, boy. My Lord. But yeah. I see. I see. I see. Maybe if I back, maybe if I back up, I right, bet you lit. Well, uh, yeah, that's it, though. I think um, that's it. Talking about everything. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube. Follow us on IG. You know, interact with our posts. You know, don't be afraid to, you know, comment or any of our IG posts or Twitter posts or anything. You know, follow us on Twitter, on J Podcast, IG, on J underscore podcast. Uh, follow us on Anchor. Wait, no, I'm tripping. Don't follow us on Anchor. Um. I mean, I think they could, but yeah. 
hey, they probably could. You know what I mean? Uh, don't forget to rate us, you know, on any podcast platform you got. You know, get that outreach out there. And we just appreciate y'all for tuning in. Share the podcast with your friends. There you go. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, do that. I mean, we appreciate y'all. We out. We out.